Welcome to A Journey of Transformation Empowerment. You're listening to Antonio T. Smith Jr. Where ideas ignite, change, and possibilities are endless. Before we dive into today's episode, we have something special for our listeners. Today's podcast is brought to you by a groundbreaking book that's reshaping the conversation around Black economic empowerment. It's Resegregation, Volume 1, The Power Matrix, a master plan for Black group economics with wealth creation, authored by visionary Antonio T. Smith, Jr., Antonio isn't just an author. He's a former top-secret combat special operations intelligence sergeant turned millionaire. His life work championed the economic autonomy and wealth creation within black communities. In this seminal work, dedicated to teachings of Dr. Claude Anderson, Antonio outlines a comprehensive blueprint covering critical sectors like finance, technology, manufacturing, and more. He blends military discipline with acute understanding of systematic disparity. This isn't just a book. It's a movement. A call to action to create lasting wealth and reshaping the economic narrative. Antonio's vision is clear. Drive a significant shift toward black ownership and control. Listeners, if you've ever wondered about innovative strategies for wealth creation or how technological transformation can uplift the black communities, then this book is for you. Join Antonio Smith Jr. on the transformative journey. Pick up your copy of The Resegregation Volume 1, The Power Matrix today and be a part of the reshaping future. Now, let's dive into the episode and explore the possibilities that await us. All right, ladies and gents, good morning, good morning. Grand rising, rich rising to all of you. Glad to have each and every one of you on. Welcome to today's daily meeting. Always a pleasure to have each and every one of you on the call. Today is Tuesday. Like I tell the people, when we go live, whatever kind of Tuesday you're having, make sure you put something positive in front of it, right? Make sure you put something positive in front of it. It is going to be a wonderful day, wonderful day. All right. Income application and mastery. There is the man, the myth, the legend. Yes. Antonio T. Smith, Julia. Yes. Morning to all of you. Mr. Smith. Yes, sir. Before you get started, I got something I got to say. Okay, go ahead. (laughs) Uh, I promised you yesterday uh, that I was going to fill out your questionnaire and I was going to send it in. Okay. Well, Mr. Smith, Uh I completed the task. But what I want you to know, sir, as I was sitting at McDonald's, eating my breakfast and going over that questionnaire, I just want you to know that you punched me in my face a couple of times as I was going through that. And 
the part that, let me tell you what really blessed me was I was going to fill it out right after I got it real quick to send it. But while I was sitting at McDonald's having my breakfast and reading over each question, I said, wow, wow. That was not something you threw together. You were very strategic in how you wrote that and put that together. And I went, damn. And because of that, a couple of things changed immediately in reference to me moving forward, just from the questionnaire, sir. So I just wanted to say that. And you know what, lately I've been giving you compliments. I got, I, I got to watch myself. I'm, I, excuse me, I apologize. Take you know, that. Okay. It, uh, <laughs> you know, it, it, it just shows God is on the throne. That's all. You know, that's all it is. No, I'm, I'm, I'm glad you said it. And I'm glad all, I think just about everybody sent sent it to me. I sent it to um, Deanna as well for backup as well. I should be contacting a few of y'all today. I think from the questionnaire, I think I got about half of y'all done already in my head about half of y'all done i got, got about half of y'all done it, it wasn't too hard after reading your question reading your answers it, it wasn't too hard like for for adrian it was a piece of cake and for a few others it was a piece of cake due to the fact of the questions and already knowing you all so that's that's good well i'm glad glad about it nice you Thank you. Thank you. That was a violent sneeze, too. Felt it all in my toes. Yes. You're very welcome. Grace, could you do me a favor and post the, some notes in the chat for us? Okay. For yesterday, from yesterday. Okay. I want to talk about income, application, and mastery. Okay. Do you want me to post the, the five, the, those five yeah. principles? Yeah, yeah, it's the five things most importantly, each. Uh, if you have a one sentence explanation, you can post that separately. But it's the five things that I want to, now that I've taught it, I want to make it applicable or have y'all make it applicable to yourselves. And then I want to go into a little mastery of that. Plus, I think all of us realize that it, your number one problem is you have to increase your ability to earn. That's if nothing else most of you yeah most of you should be saying i just need more money coming in <laughs> yeah i just had more money coming in you know sometimes all you need is a billion dollars sometimes all you need is a billion dollars hey man i couldn't i couldn't let me fast enough. Yeah. Hey, man. yes all your yeah. problems go away yes. get you a quick billion dollars and it'd be just fine Yes. Just fine. Yes. It works yes. according to plan. Did you say a quick billion dollars? Yeah, yeah, a quick billion dollars. Billion would it be, right? Yeah. Okay, be. thank you. That that's yes. I, I, I was I received that. <laughs> Good. Well, we want to increase our ability to earn. About 33% of this class ago, so somewhere around class 33, we did a class called a roadmap, uh, you know, uh, creating your 10,000 a month roadmap is what it was called. And we talked a bit 
about that. So write this down. Write down. The percentage says write down your percentages, then write down how much that is in your income. Hold on, I don't want to do that. I want you to write down whatever your formula is 10, 10, 10, 70, 10, 10, 20, 60. Whatever your formula is, write that one down 50, 20, 30. Write that down real quick because we're going to build on top of whatever you are doing. All right, so Grace put down hers 10, 10, 20, 60. That means 10 towards charity or tides, just depends on how you process that information. 10 towards uh, yourself, 20% towards debt, and then 60% for your cost of living. So the order goes tide slash charity, yourself, and then debt and cost of living. I'm doing it this way. Be honest, I don't know. I, uh, fair enough. I'm doing it this way because how many of us have violated our little formulas here for one reason or the other? Doesn't matter. Me. All right, there you go. All right, all right, good. Yes, we've got hands up. The rest of you are hiding behind your square, your profile picture. Is good. Yep. If you, I want to bring up sacred text for a moment. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Yes, you can't just go past that like it was cool. <laughs> Hiding behind your profile. <laughs> <laughs> some of y'all on the toilet and it worked. You know, yeah, yeah. I raised my hand. I just don't you know. Raise your hand. Oh, got it. Okay, got you. <laughs> Yes. My hand is raised. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> yes, ma'am. I want you all to think about this. Your sacred text, Jerome. Doesn't matter which one you have. Doesn't matter. I don't believe no sacred text. All right, no problem. Your mama said, one or the other. Your sacred text or your mama or your grandma. Somebody said, if you do what I say, you won't get in trouble. If you don't like do you. what I say. Well, like you. true. But in this case, I'm not highlighting me. I'm saying your 10, 10, 10, 70 or your 10, 20, 60 is your mama, is your sacred text. And every time you sin and come short of the glory of your formula. Watch it. <laughs> Shelly says, my mentor says. Now, what do you think about this? All your sacred text says, when you do the right thing, the right thing shows up in your life. When you don't do the right thing, the wrong thing shows up in your life. That's not to browbeat you. I want you to have reverence for your formula. Say that again, sir. I want you to have reverence for your formula because it follows the laws of money. The same way your Bible follows the laws of salvation. See what I did there, Jerome? This formula follows the laws of money. And you're not allowed to violate money 
and think that money will bless you. It's, it is that simple. Yes, sir. Um, I, I, I want to go down this rabbit hole very gently mm -hmm. because I don't want to send out the wrong message Fair enough. or the wrong vibration. God blessed me in February to increase my money by probably $1,500. Unfortunately for me, or maybe not unfortunately, I go from paycheck to paycheck because what I find myself doing is I wanna follow the rule, okay? Because I believe what you're saying is true. My problem is, and maybe somebody else has the same problem is, I'm not spending frivolously. I'm, 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 I'm not like, you know, the hell with that formula. Here's what I'm doing. I'm looking at my debt. I'm looking at the people who I owe. I'm looking at my car note. I'm looking at my house note. I'm looking at the stuff that I got to have at the moment, okay, to move to the next paycheck. And I'm sitting there going, when it's said and done, I can't follow that rule, but I'm not being, you know, like, let me get this, let me get that, let me spend. So that's what, so that cognitive dissonance that I'm going through where I, 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 I want to do it, I want to do it. And that's what I said. He, he's right about that. And then here comes the money in the bank. And this one, get, I got a phone call from the car company yesterday, okay? Because the person who owes me rent didn't pay it. Somebody didn't get paid. It was my car note. And that means the money for this month, I don't have for the car note. So the lady on the phone, she was very generous. She was very nice. She said, Mr. Red, she says, you get a 30-day grace period. So don't worry about both payments. Just pay the one from last month. And she says, and that will help you you know, she says, at least in reference to your credit, I say, miss my credit's already in the toilet. So, but, but the point was, was that, but that conversation said to me, you know what, Jerome, that's positive. Last night I paid the last month because I'm, I'm jerk. I'm this money guy. Well, if I can't pay the whole amount, then what else? Should, so I'm going, I'm going through that right now, sir, where I'm not being frivolous. I'm not buying stuff. I'm trying to take the income that's coming in and you're right, I need more money, but I'm trying to take what I have and distribute it in such a way to, especially the stuff that I gotta get, you know, that I gotta pay, okay? Cause I, you know, you're right, I need to get rid of the car, but what am I gonna do when I get rid of the car to, to take care of the other things I gotta do? Yep. And, blah, 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 and the mortgage goes into foreclosure. If, <sighs> yeah. Yeah, no, no. So this I just, I, I, again, I'm not trying to make excuses, sir. I, I just, I, I feel like this happened in February. And why am I still behind the power curve when I didn't take that extra money and just went out there and went, like, like yeah. what you were saying didn't matter. No, so, no, no, no. This is, I'm, I am, I'm so grateful. I, I feel like Abraham Hicks right now. We are pleased. We, we, we are pleased. Right? <laughs> we are very pleased with this question. I'm very pleased with this question because you just spoke to 98% of the folk on this call. Okay, because people in the comments was like, me too, Jerome, me too. <laughs> Excuse me, Antonio. Yes, sir. I have to come to Jerome's defense for a minute. 
Yeah. I have been sitting here watching what's going on around here mm -hmm. for quite some time now. Mm -hmm. I have diagnosed drones problem. Talk to me. You like to hear it? Yes, sir. Drone, you are too nice. That is true. You got to learn how to tell people no. This is also true. <laughs> and that's what your problem is. This is you true. done already gave away the extra $1,500 that you need to rectify your situation to people that don't deserve it. Mm. So you're just going to have to find it in your heart to tell some people no. That's right. F no, actually, because mm. they don't deserve you doing what you're doing. Mm -hmm. I tell people F no. And when I see somebody needing help if that really needs or I see them trying to do something, I'll help them. But I don't help everybody the same way. I'll give you a personal example of it, Jerome. I go to the 10% and I tithe at church and they'll mail my thing in there and everything. But when the deacons and the and the pastor do something stupid that I don't think is too smart, like go pay everybody's uh, 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 layaway off at Christmas time and stuff like that, I have to retract <laughs> some of that money and I have to distribute it myself to people that need it. I'm just, I'm just keeping it real. That's the type of person I am. I never said you're not supposed to do this, that, and other. But if you're not doing, being a good steward of what I think you should be doing, and I, ha I have a right to say that because it's me putting the money in there, I just distribute it. I can read it in for that Bible for myself. That Bible don't tell you to Jerome to go to everybody that's trying to get your money all the time that know you're going to give it to them and give it to them. And never, I ain't read that in there yet. I've been trying to find it. But I ain't found it yet. That's Thank you, problem. Anthony, and I received. No, no, no. Everything Anthony. you said. Yeah, yeah. He still. He, he, he didn't agree. say he. Yeah, he did not say he did not give. He said he didn't give over there in that area. Let's let that be very clear. Okay, go ahead, Tyrell. Yeah, ten percent. That's right. No, I, I I agree with Anthony because you know Jerome and I have developed a real good relationship with each other, and from brother to brother, and from a vet to vet, he's right. You are extremely nice and people take advantage of it. Uh, and I've learned that myself through Antonio with the coded messages that Antonio would use here and there. I'm about to that, use a few coded ones in a second. <laughs> <laughs> that you know is no, yes is yes. You cannot, you're not Christ where you can feed and help everyone at one time by no means. But you have to help yourself before you can help someone else. As Antonio has always just kept beating the dead horse on that for us to all understand that. So your niceness, Anthony is right, is hurting. Once you stop and, and deviate who to help and who not to, as long as you're not doing in an evil heart or have an evil heart when you're doing it, God already knows our heart if you're looking at it in that way. So since he already knows our heart, he knows you're not going to do it in a mean and evil manner. So there's nothing wrong with saying no to people. So this is good. This is real good. This is Thank really, you, really good. You're so much nicer than me. I no, don't, you know, I don't no. have all that. All that. Is, I've got roughness to me. This is really good. I want to do a couple of things real quick because I, Janice, I'm fully aware that Jerome represents 98 to 97% of this phone call. If you are brave enough to stand next to Jerome and say, you know what? I'm so nice or so whatever it may be. I have not followed the rules of wealth for myself. You right. You right. 
Absolutely correct, sir. There we go. Come on. Let me get at least one more so so they know they, they could be brave enough. Is there, is, is there another one that will admit that something happened in your life? Somebody got sick. Somebody went to jail. Somebody called you and you said, let me dip into what God has for me and help somebody else. Come on, help me out, somebody. You better oh. watch yourself the way you be worried. Right. Don't you done that. Quit doing that. That's right. Thank you so much. Exactly. So let me help y'all out. Because All up in my business. I, that, that, so now you see how more people that came see, what, What's happening is, since you're not gullible, you don't include yourself in this situation. But if for any reason, if for any reason you took away from your rightful blessings and then gave to somebody else to the detriment of yourself, you did not follow your Bible. Antonio, I give yes, you a good example. Mm -hmm. I love, I love my mother-in-law to death. She, mm -hmm. she make a dog laugh and she talks smack, and she's like Jerome. She believes in the Lord, and she'll pray for any and everybody. She'll even pray for the dog. But she has missed out so many blessings that God has given her financially because she was helping people. And I give an example people in the church and buying kids snacks and food because they would come to church not I mean the kids would come to church hungry because the parents wasn't feeding them in the morning so when she stopped because she had no money because now her only income is social security they are upset because mm -hmm. she ain't she ain't Christian no more wow. exactly wow. yeah mm -hmm. so I've seen that's it before I, that's the same concept that I see in what's going on with Jerome, to be honest with you. It's, it's not just Jerome. Jerome just highlighted himself, I know. but you're correct. No, I know, but yes. I'm using that as an example based on, you know, what he no, was no, in the no, situation. No doubt, no doubt, no doubt. Okay, good. No, no doubt. So let's... I, I like those I like those headphones that, that Tyrell is sporting. I just wanted to tell him that. Must some nice headphones. Yes, yes, yes. yes. The, sound, the sound is awesome too. It's got some bass in there, don't it? Yes, sir. Yeah. That, yeah. Unmute yourself, Tyrell. Unmute yourself. I said, Mr. Phil, you know, I'm gonna let you know some baba, baby. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Tyrell out there listening in sync as he walks. Yes, yeah. In sync, the boy band thing. Okay. Grace, we changing today's subject. All right, now let me let yeah, me we hear. We're changing today's subject. Today's subject is how to be nice without staying broke. Ooh, watch yourself. That's what we're talking about. How to be nice. That's the basic. Without thing. staying broke. I've got some stuff to say. I'm going to lean towards the Bible. I'm going to mix a lot. But since it's Jerome's admission, Jerome don't understand too much outside the Bible. 
you know, all right, you get it. He filters anything else in his life through what the word of God says. <laughs> Come on, sir. <laughs> Therefore, <laughs> we gonna go ahead and roll with Jerome Savior. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hear me. That's that, that's what we go do. That's what we go do. Let's. I'm gonna try to make this a tad bit easier for you. Punchlines are multiple. Here is the rub. Here's the punchline. Here is what is needed. This applies to all of you. That's number one. If you don't think this applies to you, one or two things are true. You are lying. That is true. Or you're in the top 1%. That is true. If this is not the case, thou art accidentally fibbing to yourself. Because my grandmother said, don't say lie right now. My grandmother just said, just spoke through the ether and said, don't tell them folks they lie. But I told you about that. That's what my grandmother just said. You're fibbing. You are, you're bamboozled. There's a veil over your eyes. Scales need to fall. You need to be knocked off your high horse. That, that's where we get that from, just in case y'all don't. Paul, you knocked off your high horse. We get a lot of the, a lot of the sayings come from the Bible. All right. Okay, there you go. That's great. true. I like yeah. the scapegoat, the word scapegoat, yeah. what that Escape. came from. Yep. Yes, Leviticus. <laughs> the one goat that, that, that got to escape. Let's think about this for a moment. Number one, what did I just say, Grace? I was going in order. Oh, you're lying. You're I'm lying to you. Yeah, you're lying to yourself. Well, respect that of grandmother. You're, you're fibbing. fibbing. You're fibbing. And you're fibbing. It applies to everybody. Why? Because I keep I keep dropping this in there, Frida. Millionaires, billionaires say no to 98% of the energy that comes in their lives. I keep saying that. It's not some motivational talk. It is to know, Jerome, I'm gonna, I'm gonna bless you, Jerome. When God sends somebody in your, number two, Grace, number two, number two. When God sends someone in your life two things are happening one or two things are happening one you have a need it is time to plant a seed and two they are asking you because they need to activate the light in themselves. That's good. That's good, yeah, that's good. Oh my God. Jerome is a healer. Jerome ain't foolish. Jerome's not too nice. It, it, it's true, he's too nice. But the root of the problem is he's a healer. Uh oh, come on, healers. He's not healing himself. That's what healers do. If you are a healer and you heal people so much, you kill yourself. Would you admit it for me, please? Come on. 
Thank you so much. Amen. Thank you so much. Remember, remember this. When Katrina heals someone, when, <laughs> Law said hello. <laughs> when Law heals someone, your job, Law, your job, Jerome, is to say, I hear you, Antonio. I'm going to heal you by inviting the God in you, the light in you to activate your own healing or take oh up your bed and walk. Oh my God. Oh my God. And I'm take up your bed and walk, Jerome. Does not mean let me carry you, lame man. That's called coaching. Okay, you understand what I'm saying? Right, right, Shelly? Exactly. Exactly, Antonio. Exactly. When if I time. give you if I give you a fish, you eat today, but if I teach you how to fish, you eat forever. Right. right. So I want y'all to do this. Antonio? Yes, sir. Before you do that. Mm-hmm. With you with what you just said. Talk talk to me, man. Talk I to receive me. Receive it. Well, you ain't the only one now, but keep on but, going. No, no, it's okay. It's okay. But I want you to respond to this. Talk to me. It's important for me personally. Got you. I want to hear it. I called you Friday. Mm -hmm. I shared some information with you Friday. Yeah. I picked the computer up today. I, I was wondering about that. I woke up with that on my mind this morning, Jerome. And I'm going to tell you why, because you, you convicted me, Jerome. And I'm going to tell you why. Keep going. He, he called me yesterday and said, they tried to deliver the computer on Sunday to his house. He saw it on his video camera. He called him up, had me on the three-way line talking about, give me that ad. They delivering this to your house. Mm. They still delivered it to him. He called me last night and said, it's sitting in my living room. When you ready to come pick it up? Look at that. Look at that. After this call, I'm going to call him and find out when he's home so I can go get it. So tell me about that, Mr. Smith. Because I'm, I'm, I'm still you. wrestling with that. I got you. I got no. I got you. I got you. Jerome gave somebody in need two hundred and fifty dollars, and then hours later, got blessed with a two thousand dollar computer. Come on, Jerome. That's Go what ahead. I, what Jerome talking about. Woo. So Jerome struggling with when I give, God blesses me. So. What what does it mean? Like how how do I stay in the God's blessings without hurting myself? Is what Jerome is saying. Oh, and one more thing. Yes, sir. I found out last night on my computer that I had already purchased Hero Post. Went back when you was telling us. I just never used it, and I went and searched, and then it said, "Put in your password." I said, "I forgot my password." <laughs> Sent it to my email, and there it was. And I went, "I ain't got to buy that." So that blew me away. Look. <laughs> I'm sitting there going, wait a minute, wait a minute. Stop, stop, stop. That's right. Okay. All right. So right. talk to me, Mr. Smith. Yes. Antonio. Yes. Before you say that, here I come again. Yes. Because I see my brother Jerome. Okay. Mm -hmm. Jerome, you like me, okay? Let me explain. We not anointed. We favor, okay? Mm -hmm. Favored people, God takes care of them because they favor regardless of the situation. But he wants to accelerate your favoring. 
But if you keep going and dipping and doing it, well, well, I guess God says, well, I guess Jerome just want to move at that level and doing that struggle until he stopped bumping his head. I guess I have to let him keep moving at that level and be in that struggle. You have to decide when you want to make the next move so God can accelerate your, 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 your path. That's what the problem is. I'm, I'm going to explain it to you. I've been sitting here watching this stuff going on here in the year. For a long time, all and I'm gonna tell you, it's not from, it's not, it's not, it's not from the. I'm not uh, making it up. I'm the same. I have the same personality as you. I will give the shirt off my back, but at one point, I think I was about 30 years old. I had to learn when to say no because it was detrimental to me. It's, it's uh, this is this is getting important. So I'm, everybody... just getting, I'm just giving it to you like I know it, Jerome. I, I know how you do. And now I know how you feel because I'm in that exact same person. But if I let go and just do what I think I should do all the time, I'll be in a, a, a mess. This is, this is, everybody's, there's nobody out here that has said something inaccurate. How do we decipher between, discern when to give, when not to give? Is this okay? I started the class off with this. Your formula is your sacred text. Did Come you? on, Reverend. Come on. I planted this seed and it changed the class. If you follow the Bible, what's the Bible? 10, 10, 10, 70. 10, 20, 60, whatever, 10, 10, whatever. Listen, listen to me well. Listen to me well. Listen to me very well. If I come into your life, see, I need to hear this. If I come into, before I said, let me write this down so I don't forget it, Grace. I'm going to write it down so I don't forget it. Because I was going to say something and everybody was going to reject it. So I have to walk you to the truth by making you admit a few foundational things. Okay? So let me do this. Let me do this here real quick. Faith, write that down, Grace. And then write this word down. I'm not going to say. Okay, got it. And then Jesus. There we go. Let me write these things out. Little, little memory joggers. Okay, little, little memory joggers. This is by far my favorite class right now because it is healing nice people. How many of you know? the nicest people on the planet, the most hardworking people on your planet, think about your family, your family only, the most honest people on your family, never did anything wrong, gave a shirt off the back, died of a stroke or died broke. Come on, help me somebody. Yes, uh -huh. yes. Uh -huh. That's facts. Your grandmother had eight people living in the, sure. in, in the house, yes. eight people. And them six boys and them two girls ran her into a stroke. Don't fool me now. We got the same damn grandmother. Do not fool me in this place. Ran her into a stroke. She gave. Two of them boys kept staying in and out of jail. And they damn one appreciated her. Heartbroken. She was dead. She died of a heartbroken. She worked so hard, Janice. She got overweight, not because she was undisciplined because she kept having to eat late at night processed foods after working 16 hour shift, shifts at the hospital. 
because she was a nurse. Am I talking about some of y'all grandmother? Mm-hmm. Did everything. Printed the church programs. Church didn't use her, but the pastor did. Watch yourself. Is this just because you nice and the nicest person don't mean you're not killing yourself. And everybody here on this call knows the sweetest people do prison ministry. Come here, preachers. Let me talk to you for a second, preachers. There's a lot of y'all on this call. Preachers, prophets, keep on going out there serving the Lord. Don't take yourself out there. How many of you preachers know another preacher act just like you just had a stroke? We call it the preacher killer. Stroke and a heart attack. You know it. Oh, y'all don't want to fool with me now. Y'all don't want to, y'all don't want to no, admit. No, no, that's real. That's real. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's real. My grandfather caught one because he was a, a minister. Because all your grandfather and all you preachers out here did was serve God's people and you didn't serve you. So you, you preach three times a week. Then you went to prison ministry. Then you went to evening church. Then you gave, you took care of the sick and shut in. You took care of everybody else. 20 years later, since you didn't take care of you. Come on now. You can't be healthy and take care of everybody else. These two things don't exist. You have to pause. Let me tell you something. Ministry, if you stop doing ministry, it's still going to be ministry out there. You ain't got to get everybody. You ain't got to get everybody. But Antonio, you are no, helping no. me. Come on now. Come on. Come on. But Antonio, I'm just being real. I know. I'm trying to. I'm, I, I, I diagnosed the problem as soon. Me and Anthony diagnosed the problem as soon as Jerome's out talking. Jerome is too nice. However, it's not just too nice. Jerome is a healer, healing people, killing himself. I'm going to show you what I'm talking about. I'm going to show you what I'm talking about. One moment, Antonio. Let okay, me give you an example, got, Antonio. Okay, I got, yeah, that's yeah. like three people. That's all oh, like three oh, people. Oh, Melissa, go ahead, so, Melissa. Okay, that was a, let me get the lady first and then Jerome. Here, here's the thing. I was healing everyone until I was 28. I had three strokes at 28 years old because I was taking care of everyone else. See? See? See it? Y'all know what I'm talking and about? That's when oh, I quit MG. doing that and had to concentrate on healing myself. It took three strokes for her to love herself enough not to have another one. Is she the only one out here? Maybe you ain't had no stroke. My God. But I, let me tell you something. Some of y'all got stroke symptoms. If you put on your socks and then take off your socks at the end of the day and your leg squeeze in where that sock line was, help me somebody, and you see the lower part of your body, your lower part of your extremities retaining water, your body is telling you you're giving yourself a stroke. My, my, my. And I would, I would shut up. I'm just listening. I, I'm, look, if you just join us today. And it's also the symptoms of congestive heart failure. Congestive heart failure. Or which kidney is, failure. Which is, ooh, or kidney failure. All yeah. three of these 
are killers. They kill more people than car crashes. Did you know more people? This is how this is how terrible your government is, y'all. More people die from congestion. You know, Grace, Google the number one cause of death in the world. Just you know, just put America, Grace. Just put number one cause of death in America. Now watch this. We got war on terror. Heart attack. <laughs> we ain't got no war on heart attacks. No war on obesity. None. But we we defense spending field fifty million gazillion dollars a fiscal year. Heart disease some... four hundred. Terrorism killed twenty five people a year. Um, it's a little bit more than that, but it ain't that many. You can stop, Grace. We we made our point. Today we're talking about how to be how to be nice without staying broke. You will you will nice yourself into cancer. Watch yourself. So how do that's we? That's really true, Antonio. Yeah, that's absolutely. really true. Absolutely, I'm serious. That's really true, Antonio. Yes, sir. Oh, I forgot. Go ahead. Yes. I know why I needed this class today. Come on. Uh, yesterday, I had my appointment with my cardiologist. Look at that. Look at that. Three months ago, when I had my last examination, mm -hmm. we, I, had taken this, I had taken this test right. that showed distinctively that I've been taking my medication. Yep. I've been using my CPAC. Yep. Uh, for my sleep apnea. And when I was asking the doctor about um, getting a defibrillator put in my chest, he said, you don't qualify for one. Mm -hmm. Your heart's been healing. You've been getting better. Mm -hmm. Three months later, yesterday, I'm sitting there with the cardiologist and she said, guess what? I said, what? She says, you have done so much better, Mr. Red, that we're taking you out of the cardiac failure program and putting you in the regular program. You don't have to come back in three months. Look at that. You can come back in six months. Come on now. Ooh. All right, Jerome. All right. Now watch this here. Hold on, Jerome. Hold on, Jerome. Receive them. Receive them. Receive that. You understand? Receive that. You've extended your life a few years. Yes. Okay. Keep on going. That's my yes. middle, Jerome. I'm telling it you. It is. And, and then even and, though I'm a healthcare professional, that's monumental. Thank yeah. you, sir. And even though I'm overweight, she looked at my weight over the period of time that I've been coming there. And she says, even though you're obese, Mr. Red, you have basically maintained your weight. So you haven't, but I, I got up there a couple of times, but the point I told her, I said, but I got to get smaller because that's going to help my heart. That's going to help my lung. That's going to help everything. But the part that, that blessed me so much was for her to sit there and tell me, and, and the crazy part is the anxiety I was having before, the, the, I told her, I, said, I felt like a hypochondriac because those episodes that I was having before, I haven't had them in three months. And so, yeah, where I felt like my heart was racing. And I started, I was in a panic mode and all that. Last three months, nothing. And so I'm sitting there going, so I needed to hear this. That's right. In reference to what happened yesterday. That's right. Because I am doing some things. That's right. Right. That's right. But I'm now, not doing everything. Now, Antonio has a word for you. Thank you, sir. No, 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 no. You keep your mind on me. This is real, real. This is one of hot one-liners. 
Stop talking to your sister so damn much now. How about that? <laughs> Talk when needed. Ain't your and job. I, ain't your job to heal you that. Amen. You understand? Ain't your job <laughs> to heal that relationship. Y'all trying to... Can, can I help y'all before I get Susan? Y'all trying to hold on to stuff. God trying to rip apart. Watch Ouch. it. Ouch. <laughs> I definitely take that. And I want to say in this space, Jerome, thank you. Thank you for coming forward because he's helping everybody. It, it truly, truly, truly needed. And I'm not going to cry. I'm going to get off before I do that. All right. Let me just say this one more thing. Jerome's doing well. Some of y'all doing well. Now go ahead and keep on getting mad. Let me tell you something. All you, y'all not going to like this. You're going to be so upset with me. I'm, you're going to be so mad at me. You're going to deny it. You're just not going to like me. I'm telling you right now. All you cancer survivors, diabetes, and all these extreme diseases, with fatal rates, not only are you holding grudges, more than likely, you don't have to, you don't have to like it. You probably just stopped, but before you stopped, this was your propensity. Those fatal diseases all come from one thing. I know we're gonna say stress, so I'm gonna say to keep that word out of it. Resistance. You have an extreme amount of let me push that away. And you internalize that many different ways. And I'm here to tell you, you can let that go now. Some of you already have. If you're a survivor, you did. Stop letting y'all stop all that. This was genetic. Stop it. You stop it. Thanks, sir. Speaking fast. You stop it. Now, this is that's just DSM five psychology, uh, science. I just only spoke science. I just worded it differently. Go ahead, Susan. Well, back to you know what you were saying earlier about just in general, the our whole country. We are the un, one of the unhealthiest countries in the world. We wow. you know big pharma. You know, all that corn and all that corn is horrible for you. All the corn, all that stuff that they grow, all the, you know, genetically modified and all the chemicals on everything. I mean, our country is just, it's all about the money, 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 money. And you go to other countries and you see how they eat, how they live, how happy they are, how they help each other you know, the fresh fruits and vegetables and things that they eat every day. And, um, you know, and the longevity that they have, not only longevity, but good quality of life throughout their life, not, you know, by the time you're 50 on medications for diabetes, that is completely preventable and reversible. All of those things, you guys got to just 
do the research. When you get off these calls, get up and move around and make positive changes every single day. You know, you know my philosophy, inch by inch, anything's a cinch, but by the yard, it's hard. Everybody here, you know, most of us were at the yard and you need to inch back, inch back. And before you know it, you'll have a better quality of life. You'll have more energy. Your mind will work better so that all the things that Antonio is talking about, you'll be able to start putting into place a lot easier. Right. You're not feeling well. And one thing I just suggest, just go start researching about nutrition. The simplest diet is the Mediterranean diet. And it's the number one diet that doctors recommend. If you follow that and stop going to fast food restaurants, you're wasting your money, you're wasting your time, and you're wasting your nutrition. And you're your life. That stuff. Jerome, you said you were sitting in McDonald's. You shouldn't be in McDonald's. Ever. I love McDonald's. I love it. Thank you. Well, who doesn't? You know, but um, I love French fries, but I, I haven't eaten French fries in a long time. I, I, you know, there's hacks. I'll do sweet potato fries at home, you know, in olive oil. Um, so, you know, there are, there are food hacks, but you have, just like Antonio's teaching you all about, you know, business and investing and doing all the right things there. If you're not feeling well, you're not going to be able to enjoy those things. And that's my concern for you all, because I love you all so much. And I mean, I work at it every day. I'm not perfect at all. And I had a lot of health issues. That's what put me to what I do so that I would have a better quality life. I'm right. not you, just, you wouldn't even respect it if you didn't have the health issues. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I was like a leopard for a long time and hid behind it. So, you know, I know what I'm talking about in that way. And I, I pursue that every day and I'm not trying to come down on people. I'm it's because I really care about you all a lot. And I, I want the very best for you. So the first thing, just look up Mediterranean diet and then it'll take you in some nice places that will, right. you know, start to turn some things around for, for you. Because when you feel better, you know, you're more motivated and you'll do better with your money. Yeah, it was, it, 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 no, it was, she, she said, she said what was needed. Everybody listen to me. Because I'm about to, I changed the whole subject. I, I want to press this real hard. If you're a nice person and you are broke, it is not you being a nice person that's causing you to be broke. It is you believe every situation that comes to you, you're supposed to be giving, giveable, and nice. Here's the punchline. If it's not in your 60%, your job ain't supposed to give in that situation. Silver and gold, have I none? Are you, I'm talking to you, Jerome. Unk, unk, unk. I just, I just, I just, if you just give me a little time to pay the rent, silver and gold, have I none? 
rent is right here. We file an eviction. But you don't have to believe me. You don't. You, you don't have to. I just. I just did a, like a two-hour podcast interview last night on a bunch of great stuff. And it, it was awesome, and it, I'm sure it'll come out soon. But I don't want you to believe me. You've probably seen this, but just let's just process some information. Antonio Cancer? <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> You need somebody that's going to push something back into you. If he was an audio only, it was a little cartoon. And every time he helped somebody, he drew on their darkness. Healers, 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 healers. Listen to me, healers. Your job is not to take. I sure care. I sure care. Your job is not to take upon my darkness. Your job is to take upon your light and ask me, do you want to be made whole? And if I give you excuses, and if I'm not willing, if I'm not willing to activate my own light, don't you take on my burdens. Well said, sir. Thank you so much. So back to the, well, we ain't left the financial thing. But here's the deal. Every time you sit up here, every time, every single time, it's time to pay your house note. Every time. This is what an addiction means. You have an addiction. This is DSM-5 talk. You have an addiction when, when it comes to financial. This is how you financially recognize you have addiction. When, when you are having responsibilities you're supposed to do, and your addiction makes you ignore the mortgage and do that addiction. That's an addiction. Ignore the car note and do that addiction. Financially, this is this is the DSM-5, this is one of the things in there. They'll tell you that you have an addiction. This is you guys, just because you got something that you like to do, you got a habit, don't mean you have an addiction. You're, you may have a weed habit, a drinking habit. But if it doesn't 
or any habit, but if it doesn't stop you from doing your financial responsibilities, then you, sir, you, ma'am, don't have an addiction. You got a habit. Congratulations. You have something keeping you happy. Keep doing it. If you are shucking your financial responsibilities for your habit, it is no longer a habit. It is an addiction. Healers, you are addicted to the pain of others. That's why you were broke. You're so much addicted to healing others. You don't have the gift of healing. You're addicted to the hero complex. I'm going to put my weight on it today. Anybody familiar with the hero complex? You're, you're, you're addicted to being important, having value, being the one who can save instead of being anointed as the one who invites others to save. So what happens is when you're so nice that you kill your car note while being nice, kill your mortgage while being nice, all your financial, when you let somebody give you their little toxic story of why they couldn't pay you back. Did you hear me? Did that make some sense now? <sighs> Frida, I was going to pay you back. But when you let somebody take that toxic story and they tell you that toxic story, and you dismiss it and let that go, don't even worry about it. Good job. Congratulations. You're not addicted to feeling bad. But if they tell you that toxic story and you start stressing over how you're going to pay your bills, come on, help me somebody. You know what I'm talking about. Mm -hmm. And you start saying, this always happens to me. And you start having, Antonio, how do you know when you got a real problem with somebody? When you start having silent meetings with them in your head, that they have not been invited to. And you start defending yourself when they said something solidly in your head. All right, cause she gonna say this. As soon as she say this, I'm gonna be ready for it right here. Cause I'm gonna say this. Oh, y'all don't wanna fool with me, huh? Yeah. You know we do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When you start having whole silent meetings and conversations with people in your head, you got a real problem with this person. And what happens is you, sir, you, ma'am, you genuinely are addicted to the results. Or you're addicted to the glory of your anointing instead of the provider of your anointing. Yeah, that, that, that cut. I'm that sorry. Cut Say it again. You're, you're addicted to the glory of your anointing instead of the wow. provider of your anointing. Ooh, Adrian, you sure helped her. You sure came through. Even if it ain't got no crowd, you said to yourself, all right, God, I, I, that was for you, God. God don't need you to kill yourself for people. 
So, okay, Antonio, I got a question. Uh huh. I'm going to answer your question with bring your burdens. Because mm-hmm. his yoke is easy, his burdens are light. But go ahead, though. Thank God. All right, though. Um, my question is 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 uh-huh. every time every time i get paid i make sure i do my 10 percent. I, I don't be playing i don't be bsing with that because i can't afford to do it um now when when you take part of your what 10 percent, and you say okay i'm gonna go out to i'm gonna go out to eat you know what i'm saying that's still that's still something we shouldn't i mean that we still shouldn't be be doing but it's what little here here and there shame on you shame on you sinner you sinner you're going to hell (laughs) a bit a bit dramatic but if you're not following the holy text of your 10 10 10 70 right (laughs) if you're not following that you are sinning because the greatest thing god ever has on planet earth is you this is why this is this this is one of the things that this is why i wish all of y'all would first up all our religions come from africa i'm not sure if y'all know that but just so you know you should also know that Christianity is an extreme African religion as it happens in Africa. You should also know that all the things of witchcraft or whatever that you've been taught to hate are sitting in your entire Old Testament. You got a whole book of witchcraft called Leviticus. A whole book, just so we're clear. Just so we're clear, the entire book of Leviticus gives step-by-step instructions of what you say witchcraft is, just so we're clear. And I wish y'all would get more in touch, not with what people have taught you about African religions, because that's propaganda, and pay attention that African religions have an extreme focus on one thing, transfer of energy. Now you felt that video transfer of energy. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna need you to process. That's spiritual. Paul tried to tell it to you. We we, we wrestle not with flesh and blood. Uh huh. Uh huh. Look, I got right, some of y'all. Right. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Uh huh. I'm a principality. Yeah. Uh huh. Yes. That, no, that's real talk. Paul flat out told you this ain't got nothing to do with no no earthly battle it's something spiritual it's a transfer of energy happening between us paul tried to tell you that paul who is an african by the way trying to tell you that you all are spending money at the detriment of your car note of your rent of your life, of your child, of everything. Therefore, you are addicted to hurting yourself in the name of the Lord. 
I guess that goes back to being being too nice. I'm 37 and I'm I'm still learning how to how to say how to say no and how to be like because I sometimes I feel like it makes me um a bit of a a bit of a slave because I'm like I'm just like and I'm not sometimes I I ain't being real to me. Since you got a since you have a since you have a Bible background, I'm a just I'm a I'm a I'm a go from just a few of them just a few of them cast your burdens on the lord he will sustain you he would never permit your righteousness to be moved god is your refuge watch his grace watch how i set him up your strength in the very time of trouble fight the good fight of faith take hold eternal life praise be the lord he has heard my cry the lord my strength my shield he trusts me uh, my heart leaps for joy. Will you shut up? Praise in my <laughs> praise in my heart. For I have the I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord. Plans Man, to prosper you, not to harm you. Plans to give you a, a hope and a future. Yes, and an end. Take up courage and do it. That's in Ezra. Most people don't know that one. No temptation. That, that this how does that Corinthians one go? I, no temptation has overtaken you except what is common to mankind, and, and, and God is faithful. He will not let you be tempted more than you can can bear. God said He would never leave you or forsake you. All these times that I just quoted. Got some words wrong, but they was they, they was they was in there though. I was they was in there. It's all the times God said you. It's perfectly fine for you to take and say no. Let me push it further. Every time you take from your storehouse at the detriment of yourself, you're only proving that your God is too weak to actually help that person in their time of need. I watch need yourself. Can, can I say watch, something? Watch yourself. I needed that. Okay. Martell, I'm just trying to help him, man. Go ahead, Sandra. You wanted to say something. Because, you know, I I I, I live there, but I um I've been in, evicting myself on a regular basis because I know that I'm I'm called to do more and go higher. And like you said, it's habit. But when you when you try to do that, or not even try, but when you're doing that, and then you have people that say or make the comments or suggest to others that and or to you that you are <laughs> pushing aside or ignoring or, you know, stuff like that. And it, it hurts because you know that's not what you're doing. You know that you're doing what you need to do in order for you to be alive. But from where you have been given that support to, it comes off to them as you're ignoring them or causing them to have some type of black. What do you do with that? 
how do you how do you handle that? Great question. Let me match your humbleness with, in your words, Holy Spirit. Sandra, if you are not aware that your entire question came from an accidental side effect that we have done with scriptures in this case. The Bible seems to have a problem with rich people or people doing well. The rich young ruler, that's using gospel gumbo, you had to put all four of those together just to get that. One, he's young, one, he's rich, et cetera. Walked away not with Jesus, because he couldn't give up his possessions. Lazarus, the parable. Lazarus and the rich man. What does the rich man do? He's in hell. What does he do? Text don't say nothing. Text just says he's rich. Text just says, Lazarus and the rich man. Lazarus outside the rich man's house. Rich man goes to hell. For what? Rich man goes to hell. Comes back and say, hey, y'all won't come down here, brother. Don't do this. It just seems like, hey, this rich man went to hell just because he was rich. It's easier for camel to go through the eye of the needle than it is for a rich man to enter in. What, is, what does it profit the world? I mean, it's a, it's a, what, what does it profit to gain the world and it seems as if the Bible has a problem. As a matter of fact, you say it so much that Jesus is poor. Oh, Jesus, Jesus was poor. Jesus was not poor. But you take houses, have no, uh, birds have no, you know, no houses and all, you know, the trees, all no nests and all that stuff, right? Foxes have no holes, neither does the son of man. All right. The unintended side effect is you all have denominational and spiritual and religious walls against wealth and you believe that when it's your time to give give unlimitedly uh. while your very same bible says be a good steward of your resources Because you say, listen to me, and I'm gonna get Martel. You saying no is a black eye to the face of God. Because you've been taught, you never know when you entertain and strain an angel, Jerome. Some of yep. the angels unaware. Uh huh. <laughs> you do know you can take care of me outside your 60% too, right? You do know you can say, Tony, I don't have it, but I know a guy named Phil. He knows some people with some resources. Maybe we can figure something out. Let me get Phil on three-way real quick if he's available. Antonio. <laughs> Antonio. Go ahead. Did I, get I, I ain't got it, but 
Them two houses down the block there look like the lawn need to get mowed. Maybe you might want to go. I'm just saying. You sound like Ken now. You sound like Ken. If I come to you begging, but I don't go to Uber driving, it is not your job to help me right now. It is your job to invite me to recognize. I mean, if you spend eight hours, you can fix this problem. Wait, wait, say that one more time. If you go to If Uber. I come to you begging, but I don't come to Uber driving, it ain't your job to help me. Right now, Jerome got a family member ain't paying him rent on time. No offense to, to you Anglo-Saxon European folk. She paying them white folk on time though. Okay, he ain't processed that information. Come on now. All right, then. Go ahead, Martin. Okay. <laughs> like Jerome need to turn them into another source of income. I put a lawnmower in their hand and tell them to go down the block and get me $160 and get my money. I know that's right. <laughs> go ahead, my man. That's true. Um, I, I just wanted to add, as I hear everyone speak, um, that a lot of the times, the reason why a lot of our community are not wealthy, are not healthy, are are not elevating and moving forward is because of the inner person, right? We like to latch on to something I call trauma bonds. And we feel good when we latch on to these trauma bonds. We we have these, these ideas of um, uh, it's okay for me not to be wealthy because when I was a kid, we didn't have money. So I'm going to help this person um, not not feel the way I felt, but you're still feeling that same way. A lot of us are six, I don't care if you're 60, 80, or 20. A lot of people haven't went back and healed your internal, the inner self person that told you it's not okay to have money. It's not okay to be, to be um, you know, without. We think that uh, our mindset is just having enough is doing good. We don't understand that really being abundant is just having enough, right? Like we don't understand that the, the way that we can actually elevate is that we got to have a paradigm shift on how we see ourselves first. We don't have that value in ourselves and in our family. We'll, I'll give you an example. We'll, we'll ride around and be in like, uh, uh, I'm, I'm in Houston, right? I'll ride around, you can ride around Houston and be in River Oaks. And you see these nice neighborhoods, big houses and river oaks, and you're like, oh man, these are some, these are some awesome neighborhoods out here. This is what people live like. Like these are, oh man, one day, one day maybe I'll live in a house like this. One day this can be something. When in reality, people who grow up in river oaks, that's their, that's their standard. That's their bottom line. Like the this house level, this is this is what this is just what life is. This is just how this is just how we live. We the same way we feel about our house. It, living in with you live in South Park, Herm Clark, wherever. I'm not down to where you stay, but the same way you feel about that is how you feel about yourself inside. You feel like I'm only a I'm only a South Park house person. I don't have the value of a River Oaks house person. And you gotta elevate your value to be able to really see I deserve money. I deserve abundance. It is my birthright. And until you internally feel that, I don't care how nice you are. I don't care if you try to play me until you internally feel that I deserve it. It will never come to you. You attract what you are. So you have to elevate yourself. Start with affirmations. Start with getting around a group minded people such as this call. Right. You start. It, it takes time. 
but you have to elevate yourself and believe it because belief will lead to actually manifesting the things you want to change. So I just wanted to add that because the trauma bonds that we latch onto in our community are, are, are so, so detrimental to our progress and actually growing and moving forward. Absolutely. Well said. Y'all clap for that, please. Y'all clap for that. Yes. Well said. And, and, and trauma bond is an actual psychological term and, and, and our people are more susceptible to that due to the legacy of slavery, epigenetics, is that trauma is passed down through our, our genes. And we literally, now y'all not going to like this. Wait a minute. I did this before. Uh, well, where's one? Dolores. Thank, thank you, Dolores. Because you're going you're gonna to save me when they throw stones at me. Black folk, I'm talking to you. You're not going to like this. Let me explain epigenetics just for a moment. There's a whole, in, no, no, there's a whole, let's just say an industry using this to your disadvantage. It means that when Phil and Susan's grandmother was alive, they went through the Great Depression and they were thicker than, uh, their children were thicker than other children because their body went through the trauma of starvation. So the next generation passed down, store more fat than we did. It's rough out here. That's a real thing that really happened. We pass down information through, re through, through reproduction. We know this. Every carbon-based creature only has two jobs on planet Earth, to stay alive and pass down information to the next generation. That's the only two jobs of anything carbon-based. If you don't think about, if you don't think that's true, look at COVID virus. It has stayed alive and passed down. Hey, they got, they got vaccines out here. Y'all adapt to that. This is the COVID is doing this. Everything that's carbon-based gets information and stays alive. That's it. That's what a carbon-based thing does. To Martel's point, trauma isn't just nurtured, it's also natured. It is why, strategically, you can see a person shot in the heart on live video and they put the little filter say this video may be offensive, but if Dolores show too much side boob, she gets deleted from Facebook. Because it is built in the system to continue to pass down trauma. Black folk, let me come to y'all. I told Deanna this. She got so mad at me. You can ask Grace. This was seven years ago. Great. She was so mad at me. I told. You want to put them paws on him? Go keep going. Tell tell them what I said to her. He told he told Deanna Deanna, your son is a loser. Hey, Secrets of Success listeners, Deanna here. Thank you all so much for joining us. Well, today's episode is sponsored by NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. See, NerdWallet's trusted financial journalists use fact-based reporting for some much-needed clarity in the finance world. 
helping you make smarter decisions with your money. Now, how many of you can use some additional information so you can make smarter decisions with your money? It's okay. I'll be the first to raise my hand. Because the nerds have helped me get smarter about things like saving on travel. Because spending less on airfare means more money for an extra night, maybe a a small shopping spree or a fancy dinner or two. Y'all know what I'm talking about. Also, boosting my credit score, since good credit is like a real-life cheat code, seriously, like a real-life cheat code, and then saving for an emergency fund because life is like a good movie. It just loves a good plot twist. So listen to Nerd Wallet's Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app today. Trust me, future you will thank you. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun... Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Because you a loser and you're raising a loser. She's about to put them paws on her. Because you don't talk about my kid like that. How old was Don? Don was he, Don is now seven. That was seven years ago. Don discovered America. Yeah, he was he was just discovered America. He still had a pacifier. I said, Your son is a loser. She got so mad at me. I know. And I said, Well, he was born a loser. She got so mad at me. I said, Well, look at you. You a loser. Because she wanted to change her life and she's she's doing all that loser stuff. So y'all not finna like this. Look, she just messes around. I say, I'm here. Y'all not finna like this. Look. Black people, we give birth to losers. It is our job through epigenetics, just straight through genetics. If you born black, you born with PTSD, period, point blank. We don't even have to teach two-year-olds to duck from police officers. Y'all don't listen to me. That's all right. You ain't got to listen. Just know. You ain't got you don't have to like that I'm saying it. You just have to know that someone's using it against you. It's pure science. It's out, Grace. It's pure science. You know, did, see, this is where, Janice, this is where I really like this. This is so when I do stuff like this, this is when I go. This is when I pull up something because see, I don't look like your teacher. And I know that you had to disagree with me. But when you see a face that ain't like mine, you go, okay, he was right. I know I'm right. I'm well read. That's all right, though. Let's just examine something for a quick moment. I'm not not sure which one I want to. You know what? I'm going to get. Let's do this, Grace. We're going to attempt to help people just a little more. If you are bad with money, it is not because you're bad with money. Listen, listen. They were talking about this this morning on Crazy Weird. Do sir? I'm sorry. I, I, my apologies for cutting you off. No, you did. <laughs> they were talking. Well, somebody won the lottery, a hundred thousand dollars, and then you know, of course, the government gonna get their cut, right? So mm-hmm. after the guy won $100,000, he actually got 
71,000, right? After taxes, all that kind of stuff. So Prophet Jay was like, hey, y'all out there, would you pay your tithes on a 100,000 or a 71,000, you know? Okay. And then what would you do with the rest of the money? I told him, I put it in the chat, I do my 10, 10, 10, my 10, 10, 20, 60. And he said, well, what would you do with the rest of them? I say, I asked Antonio my favorite question. what I do with this rib? Mm -hmm. I told him, mm -hmm. I am dumb with money. I will spend my money on stupid stuff. That's why I always ask, hey, hey, what I do with this? Because I know me. Let me, let me, let, I'm, you know, Grace, you fit up. Let me, because see, people don't like, Martell says something so real. Prick that y'all little feathers. And I pushed it further. But don't, don't believe it. There's no getting around the fact that bad things happen to people, things that are often outside of their control. And the psychological effects of wars, natural disasters, and other types of violence and accidents don't just go away when the war ends. They can leave people traumatized. Many people who are exposed to traumas like war get diagnosed with post-traumatic stress disorder, or PTSD, where thoughts or anxieties about the events can plague them in other parts of their lives, and seemingly benign things can trigger a fear response. But hopefully, once a war goes down in history, and a few generations pass, we'll be free of the trauma, right? Unfortunately, it's not so simple. Trauma can affect future generations, too. For example, in a study of 100 Holocaust survivors, researchers found that their children were more likely to get a PTSD diagnosis, even though they didn't report any more traumatic experience in their lives than a similar control group did. What they did get was stories from their parents, really distressing stories. And hearing about threats to your family, even in the past, can be traumatic on its own. But that might not be the... I could finish this video, but it's irrelevant, really, the rest of the video. Tell me somebody black here that ain't heard the trauma of a black family. I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm just, please, please tell me. Yeah, okay, thank you so much. Now I'm talking back to everybody. Your trauma is passed down genetically. Your spending habits. And then what you do is you reinforce your trauma with your bad diet. Now you got genetic problems with a diet problem. You do. Yeah, your mama ate rice with a whole stick of butter in it. You do too. <laughs> you know, food. If that rice is white when it come out, it ain't good. That ain't that good at all. That white yeah. need to have a yellow tint to it. <laughs> yeah, with a whole bunch of gravy on it. And you said, well, it's from scratch. I made it myself, so it's healthy. That gravy is not healthy. All that starch on top of starch on top of starch. My friends, Martell is absolutely correct. And I'm telling y'all, Deanna was being such a blank loser that I was like, fine. Your son's a loser too. And she was so mad at me, but I knew how to get to it. And I would do it again. I am proud that I told her this. Don't bother me one bit. Because I'm going to tell all y'all, you were more than likely born a loser. And what you have to do is be a curse breaker. Your parents did the best they could with what they had. It really wasn't well by you. So what? What you going to do now, Archie? It is that simple. Because the people who recognize that Man, I was born into a bad situation. Most of us die in the same financial situations our parents birthed us in. 
So you didn't even learn the financial lessons along the way. You didn't even learn. This man told you, so if you don't know, River Oaks is like the Beverly Hills of Houston. That's the, if something hides in Beverly Hills and pick that. It ain't, it, ain't, it ain't too much bigger than River Oaks or, 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 or Tanger, the, the Tanger area. They, you know, that's when the houses feel, say, three, 12, Sandy Crook, you know, that, that, oh, oh, over there. It's over there. They got their own police department. <laughs> the HPD ain't got nothing to do with River Oaks. That's, that's, they, they, they work in partnership. But this is where the presidents, the River Oaks Country Club, has had all sitting presidents come through. <laughs> this is what it is. The membership is ridiculous. It is amazing. If you find yourself so nice that you kill yourself, you're not being nice, nor are you being saved. Christian, Muslim, or whatever it is that you believe in. You are addicted to killing yourself and you're using your religion as an excuse not to budget. All of you have a responsibility to help your fellow brother within your budget. Did you see that? Did you? Did you? That made sense, Jerome, because y'all love, you Christians love to say something and then go, in Christ, though, in Christ, you know. Yeah, man, I want to, you know, I want to, I want to make God famous in Christ, in Christ. But, I, you know, it, oh, don't fool me now. Come on now. I know y'all language. When you put that comma in Christ, you know, you humble yourself. All right. Make God famous, comma, in budget. How about that? <laughs> help the poor comma in budget is that can we can we can we i don't want to replace christ with it, budget it, it, but can we modify christ for a moment with the word budget because you don't do me no good bro you can't even tell the truth bro if i got a problem with ooh, what you're ooh. saying well, and I you need my paycheck you're gonna say Whatever I think you're supposed to say. Go ahead, Martel. <laughs> I just, um, I'm going to say this, and it may make some people mad, but it's the truth, so I got to say it. A lot of people, a lot of you, I'm not going to say y'all, because I want to I wanna have the hope of, uh, uh, of the light and say it's not y'all on this call. But a lot of people are never going to make money to the level that they can because they cannot get over the opinion of their mother, their father, or their grandparents. A lot of us, a lot of people, whatever your parents have taught you, whatever your mama has taught you, you want their opinion to validate your decisions. So you'll make a financial decision, you'll make all these decisions thinking, um, what my, is my mama gonna agree? Is my grandma gonna agree? Is my daddy gonna agree? But most of the time, they are not living the lifestyle that you want to live. One of one of my mentors told me, Martel, if you wanted to learn how to play basketball, would you go as um, Michael Jordan or uh, or or, um, or Michael Phelps? 
I said, easy, Michael Jordan. Why would I go to Michael Phelps? He said, okay, cool, I got you. He said, if you wanted to learn how, if you wanted to learn how to um how to shoot or how to how to heal somebody, would you ask a doctor or would you ask Dr. Dre? I said, a doctor. He said, so if you want to learn how to make money, are you gonna ask somebody who's making money? Or are you gonna ask um a, a person who's not in a financial situation you want to be in? I said, somebody who's making money. He said, Martel, is your mom or dad living the life you want to live? I said, no. I said, is your grandmother, your uncle, is your auntie living the life you want to live? I said, no. He said, Martel, be honest. Is anybody in your family living the life you want to live? I said, no. He said, so why do you go ask them or look for their validation on the decisions you make, on the moves you make? He said, until you stop wanting to have their validation for the moves you make as a person internally and externally, you will never be successful to the level that you should be. So a lot of us and a lot of people on this call and a lot of people in the world will never be able to get to that next level until you can have, even like I've seen some, Katrina just said a mentor. You do need a mentor and you can have a great mentor, but you individually have to be okay with in your head telling your mama to shut up, telling your daddy to shut up. What they telling you, you ain't got to tell it to their face. They may slap you. I don't know. But internally, you got to be able to feel okay with saying, shut up. I don't care what you're saying. This is what I'm going to do. And then you go with your move. And until you make that decision and stand on it as an individual person and stop being so triggered emotionally by what your parents say to you, oh, that ain't going to work. Oh, you always doing that. Oh, you've been doing that since you were a child. You always trying to help everybody. You always trying to do the next business. You ain't gonna make it. Why you? They say little slick stuff that that alter your spirit. Until you get over that, you are not gonna achieve what you need to achieve. That may trigger some people, but I had to say the truth. <laughs> real. It's only been favorite. Only thing that go after that is a. <laughs> Stop I, it, that. I, I had to pull that up. Sound like Antonio. <laughs> okay, thanks, bro. Everything, yeah. I, everything yeah. I told y'all. That's what that man just said. Let me, let me, let me. Before y'all, before you get too, before you go too fast, let's continue. Trauma could also be inherited biologically, sort of like what gets passed on through our genes. And since a big part of understanding people is knowing about the different factors that can affect their thought processes and behaviors, psychologists want to figure out how this works. So far, we do have some evidence that trauma can be passed biologically from one generation to the next, but it's very limited. A lot of it comes from a study published in 2015. All right, now I've taken the liberty for those who are saying whatever. All them hyperlinks, it's all them links about trauma being passed down genetically. You go ahead, Grace, make sure they, make oh, sure they I was just about to notes. ask you, do you want this in the notes? Okay. What? <laughs> See, the problem is your stories of someone who look like me, sound like me, confident like me has traumatized you to where you don't think when I say something, you understand, it's true. However, uh, Mr. Mr. Calm-looking guy here said the same thing. And all these links, scholar links, by the way, saying the same thing. Watch this here. I'm getting ready to wrap this up. One of the legacies of slavery is who knows what PDA means? Public display of affection. And come up now, come up now, come on. I, I need somebody who got some uh, somebody who used cocoa butter. 
I mean, one of y'all who use we don't do that. Butter. We don't do that. Is there anyone here who uses cocoa butter? You practice public displays of affection. There's always one. There's always one. Y'all do all that stuff in the public. Come on. Anybody do all that? The kissing and holding the hands in the public and putting your hand, your man put his mm-hmm. hand in your back pocket while y'all walking mm-hmm. down the street. You know, I, I didn't say you want to. And I'm not talking about a quick little, I'm talking about real deal public displays of affection. Y'all walk hand in hand. You get them hickeys all on your neck. Come on. Come on. Come on, somebody. Anybody? Anybody? Any of you? Any yeah, of you? Nobody got time for that no more. Uh-uh. Uh, uh-huh. See that? I never got What's no wrong with it? We're not talking about what's wrong with it. We're saying. Do you cocoa butter using folk do it? Is what we're saying. Because during slavery times, this is psychological. We know this. It's a study. We've done it. You couldn't be public. Dolores couldn't be public with her husband that she married during slave times because then they would separate them across the nation. And 400 years of that, got black people despising PDA and you don't even know it. Wow. Mm. There's a whole study for that. It really is. Whole study for that. Black people despise PDA for that very reason. Now, I don't mean to make it about slavery. I'm just, it's just, I know mostly about epigenetics for black people, because that's what I have studied. So you're just getting these black examples. That's all that is. That's all that is. But I do need you. Yes, I probably do need to do a class on that for sure. I read these studies. I do. I'm. I'm doing all the. I'm looking at all these things because psychology is. Oh, 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 Phil. Oh, oh. I just got excited because I just realized I see a therapist every week. From nine thirty. As a matter of fact, this this Thursday, our our from now on our esoteric will start at ten forty five. I'm I'm gonna need an extra fifteen minutes because my my new therapy session don't stop till 10.30. And I'm gonna need that 15 minutes to, to just go pull me some alcohol and I'm just joking. I just need that 15 minutes just in case it go, all right? Just, just in case it go. And, I, and look, the, 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 I just happened to have the therapist, he's the, head of, he's the head of the whole office and stuff. And he says, he, he likes me because I read a lot. And I actually wanna get better. You know what I'm saying? I wanna, wanna get better. So he gave me, a book to read and I said I'll have this read by the next time we meet together of course Jerome I read it the day he gave it to me of course I did of course I did what I and, and I took Antonio notes I don't know if y'all know what that means but <laughs> I took, took 48 laws of power notes okay I took them 48 laws of power notes you understand what I'm saying I took them 48 laws of power notes I want to recommend y'all a book. It's Martel. I want you to read this book because you sound like you about to be a scholar in this area. You understand. <laughs> you sound like you about to be a world industry leader over trauma bonds. Didn't he sound like that, y'all? 
You know, you know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Yes, he did. The he name did. of the book is called Trauma, Recover, Trauma and Recovery: The Aftermath of Violence from Domestic Abuse and Political Terror. My VA head of the Houston VA psychological department. Like the feel the head guy was like, you know what, Antonio, I don't want to send you to, I, I, I want to do you myself, right? So the head of the Houston VA <laughs> was like, no, you, you, you're, you, you got unique problems. Let me go ahead and deal with you myself, right? Gave me this book. This book, he told me, this is probably the greatest book on trauma that I've had. It's by Judith Lewis Herman. It is one of the greatest books I have ever read on the subject. I invite you, Grace, find a link and post it out there. There you go. Look at you quick, 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 fast. Put that in the link too, Grace, because somebody needs it. I'm putting it in the notes, I mean. Put it in the notes because somebody needs it. Right here, y'all, look. Right there. Trauma and Recovery, 2015. It's almost 1,700 five-star reviews. This, look, y'all, this book, it's number 12, 16, and 25. I just want you to, I just, I just want y'all to see that trauma is a living thing, Alexandra. And all your trauma don't have to be from a person. It could be from your skin attacking you, Ask Susan. Every time Susan went outside, she went through political terror. Susan does not how to transform that trauma into health. And if you can't get like Susan, you're going to have different problems. Well, I just said something there, man. I, I don't, I don't, I don't know how. Put it in my Amazon cart and order it. There it is. Maybe put it in this cart and order. It is amazing. It's, it's, on, it's on audio too. Should you like that kind of thing? It's 12 hours on audio. Yes. It's, it's fantastic. Let me wrap this up. My friends, if you are like Jerome. And the truth is, you just a good person. Did I hear what I said? Was that too much? Let me try it again. If you are like Jerome and you are a good person, if you are like Otis, and you are a good person. If you are like Anthony and a good person, good people lack boundaries. And then when good people like Otis and Anthony put up boundaries, they say, Otis mean. Otis ain't mean. Otis put up boundaries. Man, somebody needed to. I dare you healers put up boundaries. 
I so need them. That's exactly what I get. You just being me, you you, you never were mean. like that before. What's happening now? Because Why you healers, because you healers have attracted abusers, and, and abusers you know, hate boundaries. Yes, sir. This is that 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 word you're using right there. I have been preaching to my niece, the one that is not paying the rent like she's supposed to. I've been using that one term with her for over a year. And I've seen the improvement in her situation with her family and all of that. And now you sit right here and punch me in my face. I do that. But not using the same term <laughs> and the same thing that I'm telling her to do. And it's working for her. <laughs> <laughs> That's what we do, right? No, we do that. He's right. We do that. We know exactly. We know exactly if I say, Arshia, I need you to manage this million dollar budget. I see, no problem. She'll do well. Grow it to three million. Arshia, go ahead and create a million dollar for yourself, huh? <laughs> we do that. It's easy to play with house money. It's easy. Like Dolores, like, I don't know what to do. And then God sends somebody to Dolores with the same problem. Girl, this is what you need to do. Missing that <laughs> you got your answer because it came out of you to this person. Happens to us all the time. We all know. Everybody here was like, you know, that happened yesterday to me, God dog. And I just, that was yesterday. <laughs> that was yesterday. I don't know why I do myself like that. If you are so nice that, did you get some good notes, Grace? Let's get some good notes because this is going to be a good chapter. This is going to be a good chapter. Oh, yes, sir. Okay. If you are so nice that you are killing yourself, you're not nice. You're suicidal. Shelly, I feel like somebody needs to hear all this. I, I just. Yeah, I did. <laughs> Amen. You in the neighborhood. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm woke because I'm never going back there. I, this I, this, I, this I, just I, made a whole lot of sense to me and helped. Because truth be told, it wasn't making sense to me at all. I'm like, but I'm doing what I'm supposed to do. But, you know, opposite of what has been happening to me, I want to be the, the one that that doesn't allow my children, grandchildren, and so on to go through such thing. But at the same time, right. you're showing me how I'm being suicidal because of not setting certain boundaries. And that makes a lot of difference. And wow. I can do it just by hearing now that if I don't, that it's suicidal. Yeah. Yeah. And, and it, it is a... Thank God for you, Sandra. You, you, you did well. I, I want to say so much, but I'm running out of time. But um, if you keep if you keep what you just said, you'll be just fine. And you'll if actually let me say it, let me say this better than what I said it. You'll be just fine even faster. Even faster. You'll accelerate faster. Go ahead, Shelly. So um tying into what Martel said and what mm -hmm. you addressed prior to Martel in the same vein. Can you go back and yep. mention the um, what you mentioned about, I don't know if you said Christians or the church 
or people put up a wall because of, I'm thinking about the, you know, if you've heard in the church where they talk about the first truth, yep. Yep. where you've been taught something that may not be maybe yep. erroneous teaching, but that was your first truth. So you believe what you right. were taught and that's what you live out. That's what you process and you live out on uh, what manifests. So if you if you remember, can you go back to that? Because I think that ties in. I was looking over that questionnaire and that was a place where I hit the wall when the question was asked, well, <laughs> what is one of the beliefs that will stop you from? Yep. And that was one of the first things that came to mind from first truths from the past that in order to be Christian, you have to be, um, I'll use the word sober, and you can't be arrogant, and you can't be flamboyant, and as if you cannot yep. have a lot of money, or a lot of money can cause pride, or to yep. desire to be wealthy, or millionaire, and you get, you get the gist of it, and so on and so forth, whatever ties into that, and that does, in a lot of people, Christian people um, would throw up a wall or would be um, settled in their subconscious, regardless to how much they may affirm, like Martel said, and I'm going to rephrase, until you get to the root of the problem and up uh, uproot that seed and reprogram with the truth, <laughs> it will be a challenge to get past that or reprogram your mind concerning wealth and money but christian <sighs> yes i got you 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 put you pull that my garment differently yeah <laughs> it's virtually from you sir yes <laughs> yes she, yeah she is coming from a real place and unfortunately all these answers are terrible answers for y'all. Yeah, they're terrible answers. They're terrible answers, but I'm going to honor uh, her question because it is helpful. I have to separate this into three because there's three different things. I understood the first teachings. I understand, break this down for me, Grace, so I don't forget it. First teachings, releasing yourself from the guilt of rejecting those first teachings. That's where Martel was saying and that's what Shelly was saying or, or and alluding to and then well, the, the do four because the third one is bifurcated but it, you know it, the fourth one is Christianity we're going to do five write this down Christianity church and Shelly church there you go just write that down for me you, it, it all makes sense in a second Jesus, I'm finna get in trouble. Let me tell you something. That number two, come on, sir. Ah, that that second one, come on. I know. I'm about to get it's in trouble. It's, it's prophetic to... flow. Go with it. <laughs> okay. No, because number, number two is needed. I'm to, I, I'm being selfish. Yes. Number two is needed. Yes. I'm gonna send y'all homework for film school. Y'all gonna have to stew on this for a little bit. Y'all gonna stew on this for a little bit because Shelly just. Uh, who touched me? Everybody touching you, Jesus. What's well, nobody touching me different? You know? <laughs> That's why you don't have the questionnaire hit a wall. <laughs> I love first teachings. As children, the universe is attempting to teach us 
how to be open and receptive to the universe at all times. This is why children, if they're not 100% obedient, they will die. Phil said, mama, what color is that? Green. Phil didn't say, well, how do you know it's green? This version of Phil would do that. <laughs> you know, 72 year old Phil would do that, but yeah, two year old Phil was like, okay, okay, you know, okay. Because we, we, as children, we must be 100% obedient because it's how we survive. But to be successful adults, we have to be 100% civil disobedient. Martin Luther King wrote about this a few times. In order to succeed in life as an adult, it is about being disobedient civilly. In order to succeed as an adolescent, it is about being 100% submissive and obedient. So how do we shed our first teachings, become disobedient while being a good Christian, Muslim, Sikh, Jew, any other religion, and being a good citizen. How do we merge these two? How do we merge the city of God with the city of man? Is this, this is, that's a whole book. Half of your theology comes from St. Augustine of Hippo. And he wrote about that at the destruction of Rome because Christians had a spiritual crisis because it was heaven on earth. And they were supposed to take like Rome fail but it wasn't because rome was the empire not only protected them but rome was the empire god was going to let them take over then the roman empire failed to the danes and 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 or norse and just all sorts of i'm trying to let's just say norse okay rome empire failed to these people about four, well, it depends on how you look at it 431 481 or as byzantine empire still is alive today or America's new Roman Empire, which is pretty accurate by many accounts. Your first teachings force you to be 100% obedient. If you don't, you're going to die. We call that tribal thinking. But in order to do better than the tribe, you got to release tribal thinking. The chief can't think like the tribe. And all of us are called to be chiefs of our tribes. Yes. So that's a conundrum there. So it's not, it's not just a it's not just a paradox. It's a conundrum. It is a major problem of getting through this problem. Go ahead, Phil. You become a teenager. <laughs> that is your disobedient time. <laughs> that's, that's actually very accurate it's actually very accurate during these adolescent these teenage years you have to now say which one of my first teachings worked for me there's a guy the father of rationalism is his name or his his moniker his title Rene Descartes the second scientific revolution that's the first one the first scientific revolution Rene Descartes they look like Rene Descartes, 
but it's Descartes. It's the father of rationalism. Grace, I say grace, um, which will float, a fish or a rock? And grace said, well, a fish. I said, how you know? Well, I'm going to do a scientific experiment. If I go out there and I got a hypothesis, the fish will float. And I said, okay, Grace. And Rene, Gar Rene Descartes said, but how you know it's a fish? How you know it's a rock? Because in order to even get to that point, he had to use rationalism. Rationalism says, this, how Rene, this, this is exactly how Rene Descartes did it. It's an evil demon tricking me. I can't believe nothing. Did y'all see it? I can't even believe my parents' teachings. I snuck it in on y'all. So how do I know what's real? I don't know. This table ain't real because the evil, evil demon could be tricking me. My hand ain't real. I could be seeing that. The enemy could be tricking me. I'm in an illusion. He was thinking about the Matrix in 1500. Right? An illusion, all this stuff. Actually, I think it was like 1700. Then he says, okay, so what do I know? And he came and said, well, I know I'm thinking. Evil demon can't trick that. I get it. I think, therefore I am. That's where you get that from. And then he rebuilt his life. If you're thinking, it's the only thing in your life that's true, not your parents' teachings. Uh -oh. Yeah, I'll go again, Dolores. If you said anything while I was talking, that's the only thing that was true, not what I was saying, not any video or link I showed you, whatever you was thinking, is the only thing that existed. So in order to reject your first teachings, you must accept them without resistance. Because if you get mad, man, this ain't worked for me. Two things gonna happen. You're gonna get more of that, or you're gonna do the right thing with the wrong motives and you got to protect it all the time. You don't want to do that. Now, there's something immediate that's gonna happen to you, Shelly, the moment you reject those first teachings. <sighs> the guilt of saying your mama was wrong without thinking your mama is a wrong person. Did I, did they, did they, did the internet God's grace get me? Did they? They cut me off. No, no, no. BP we heard you. ain't got no way. Well, uh, we heard you. <laughs> uh, okay, right. you, know, you know, man, my mama was dumb about this money stuff. My mama dumb. No, that's not what your mama. Your mama ain't dumb. No, that's not what that means. Just because that teaching was dumb, don't make your mama dumb. Just because you reject her teachings, don't mean you reject her sovereignty over your life. It just means she's no longer sovereign over your life. She is the giver of you in life, but you are now sovereign on your own life. Sovereign means rule, reign. If you're going to reject your first teachings, you're already losing. Martel wasn't talking about rejection in the manner of get that out of here. Martel gave a great example. You know what? Is my mama living the life that I won't live? Well, then I need to stop listening to my mama tell me about how to get a man when she's single. <laughs> Why, <What>, sir? Fantastic! I swear to the Lord, if your mama, your daddy, my, let me tell you something. Let me tell you. Something. 
receive those teachings and just let them wash over you. Because I guarantee you, most of what your parents taught you are inaccurate for today. <laughs> Same thing with my kids. I'm teaching my kids plenty of things. That ain't gonna apply when these boys is older. The whole world gonna change, Phil. Technology gonna make sure of it. But those principles, those, those principles typically are valuable. It's what I say to people when I teach them in business, marry the mission, not the method. And Christians have the hardest time with this because Christians are not married to spreading the gospel. They're married to this is how we do it in this church. <laughs> y'all are married to y'all methods. Forget that little stupid mission. We Baptists over here. That's your it. denomination trumps your Christianity. Do you hear me? We coaching over here. We don't. We don't. I'll tell you, Baptist is the worst. Me and Grace will tell you, as Baptists, we have one tenet. You got the right to be wrong, and you are. <laughs> that is Baptist. <laughs> you ain't nothing more, Grace, I'm a lie. Ain't nothing more no. Baptist <laughs> than, oh, you got the right, I feel you wrong. It's okay, though. <laughs> it's okay. God got grace to you. What happened to study? To show thyself approved. I, I, I lost something there because I'm not understanding. Because you're not, I'm not understanding the, all this, Anthony. You, you, you didn't know, have a Baptist you do know preacher. That, right? You didn't have a Baptist preacher. You understand. You didn't have a Baptist preacher. That's <laughs> you know, so that is, by the way, that was my child. Oh no, I get it. I get it. No, 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 no. I get it. I get it. I'm just I'm just addressing it as as <laughs> our problem. That's why you said first church. When you get from first church, please know, or first teachings, when you release your mama, when you release your daddy, when you release your pastor, some of y'all, your pastor got more influence over you than your mama. Uh-oh, uh-oh, uh-oh. Oh, uh-oh. That is the truth. <laughs> no, 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 no. That was it's the like point. The this is from the church. <laughs> some of y'all in a relationship with your patriarchal uh, male chauvinistic pastor telling these women to shut up and be silent. Dolores don't work that way. Hold on, hold on. Hold on. Hey, I'm not in that kind of relationship, yo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hold on, just real quick. Probably, you, yeah. you can't come to Dolores who's been paying her bills since she was three years old to tell her to submit to you. Wow. Okay. And no, will no. not. <laughs> I know that's right, Dolores. <laughs> You're not submitting to no weak man. You ain't got no problem submitting to anybody who deserves submission. See, that's the problem mm -hmm. with men. They just think because a woman ain't submitting, she won't submit. And then women will submit if you're worthy of submission. Come on. You better preach. Okay, go ahead. Go ahead. You are telling the truth about this because there was a deacon he um he's a young he's a young fella. They gonna cancel and, all of us, y'all hear me? All of us get canceled. The whole every everybody here. And I mean, he would do everything the apostle said 
But when it comes to being at home, he would not listen to his mother. He refused. And she, right. and she was over him for right. being an elder. And, you know, she was an elder, one of the elders of the church and his mother. But he just didn't listen to nothing she had to say. Her words did not matter. But if the if her if she said something and then apostle said it, then that's when he'll believe. Oh. Yeah, that happens all the time. No, no, no. That's that happens all the time. That happens all the time because wow. Because we don't, we're not really. We don't we practice our religions. We don't participate in them. You know, we 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 practice. Invoking the Holy Spirit, Philip. And then we go, ah, now you stay in the church. I'm about to cuss Jerome ass smooth out. You know? <laughs> Holy Spirit, I got this. I got this. Because you don't know, Jerome owed me money and he been ducking and dodging me. <laughs> no, the Holy Spirit is supposed to come up to that Jerome situation too. You can't just leave the Holy Spirit. You know, we, we quick though. We quick, Melissa. God, I got it from here. You was taking too long. And so we got, uh, first of all, and right there, it's over. As soon as somebody say, first of all, it is over. It, it, uh, tell your daddy, you know. It, it, what we ain't going to do. Yeah, yes. Or no offense. Yeah, oh, man, that no offense. Word. Then Christianity. Christianity is big C. It is right, always will be right. I'm never going to take away from your Christianity. Even I, I would say your, your Islam, whatever, your Christianity is big C, that is right. Your church is little C. And that is debatable depending upon the leader and the leader's teachings of the big C. And that's fair. So we, what do you do for those individuals mm -hmm. that had trouble with church folks? Like... I have trouble with church folks. Oh, I, I got trouble. I, with church I got folks. trouble. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just I, be I, honest. I got trouble with church folk, but it's not. I've realized it's not church folk that I got trouble with. I blanket born and raised all my life church folk with church folk. I got trouble with born and raised all my life church folk. Y'all the worst, and you know it. <laughs> and yep. you know it. Yep. Okay, and you know it. Yeah, that's that's what I really got a problem with because these people typically use God as a weapon, not as the light. To keep yes. you in the box. Yes, right, absolutely, absolutely. Because I understand that when I got old enough, my mother didn't make me, where my mother didn't make me go, I didn't go to church for a long time because them church folk just, just did something to me. I, 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 I do understand, I do, I do understand. We, as people who've been done by the church, whatever that may be, you got to realize that everybody's doing the best they can what they have, though. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? It, it just, just because, and here's the you can have problems with somebody without judging. Amen. That's okay. You're perfect, you're fine. That's perfectly fine. Let me tell you something. Dolores, first off, Dolores is, is, is cute, um, um, hot and tempting and sexy. All them other words, they, they, they slide in her inbox and tell her about. Dolores do 15,000 things I'm sure I wouldn't like. I won't see them. If, 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 if I come through North Carolina and say, Dolores, you with me now. I ain't gonna see none of the stuff she do I don't like. Because I love me so much. Whatever the hell she did, I didn't even notice. 
I'm trying to get y'all to see something before I get Shelly. No. I'm trying to get you to see. She perfect as is. I ain't got no correction for a child. That was it was done. Girl, I thought she was just being you. I didn't even know something was wrong with you. Now, Camille. You know what happened after Camille. You know, you, you understand what I'm saying, right? You know that that's what because when you are with somebody, so what? But you gotta love yourself not to look at somebody else's flaws. Wow. Wow. All right. Go ahead, Shelly. Go, go ahead. Oh, I was just, I, I, uh, all of that was good. But yeah, I was just wanting to bring it back to how, and I'm going to say first truths again, that and some other, um, some other areas from that same vein, how they would stop you from pursuing well or feeling okay being wealthy um, in some cases. Coming right um, to it. I'm coming right to it. That's why I had Grace write that list down to me. You keep going though. They, they have um, that it makes them humble or people may think that they're um, almost as if it was, and I'm talking about from back then, as if it was sinful or worldly, not thinking yep. that how can we take care of the widows and the orphans yep. and the homeless and do all of these things that we have to do because money don't come out of the sky right. and it doesn't grow on trees. And if that's our commission to be the hand and feet of Jesus, how can we do it if we do All right. And Good. That's it. I'm right no, there. no, I'm glad you did that because that's why I got Shelly Church. <laughs> that's why I got that there. <laughs> I, I let I I put it, it was it was because what I really wanted to say was the black church, but I didn't want y'all to know what I was gonna talk about just yet. That's why I said Shelly Church. Let me holler at y'all because she's absolutely right. That's why it went in a particular order. Big C is always right. Then I went logo body, and then I went to marginalized peoples. Let me holler at you about your religions. I was on a podcast yesterday out of line because they be asking me questions out of line and i told this lady well white folks started slavery black folk keep it going Ooh my god that's the truth that's yes. the truth that's the truth her podcast was called authentic talks and i was like how really you want me to get man but she said well this is authentic okay then i don't know if you know who you talking to right <laughs> <laughs> I did. White folks started slavery. Black folk keep it going. And the greatest place to keep it going is in the church. It is, let me tell you what Tempest called me for the other day. And I was like, Tempest, you are out of line. If you just, you sending us both to hell. You understand? And she was like, yeah, we go to hell. Tempest sat down, Jerome, and I'm, I should, and we all getting canceled. It is only in the church, Dolores, where the world was birthed through a man. I'm going to let y'all sit on that for a little bit. The world started with a man. Historians, we know the first human we call a Lucy. We know that can't have a, a a man without a woman. We like what came first, chicken or the egg? And it got nothing to do with man or woman. We know the woman came first, but in the church, 
since men redacted it, Phil know what I'm talking about. Men gave birth to Eve, not Eve gave birth or blah, blah, blah. And, and, and Tempest said, why do we buy everything that the church teaches us? Like a man is in charge of giving Eve and everybody life. That's why we mistreat Eve and women so bad. Because we never even asked. And, and this is what she said. She said, and Antonio, I'm not trying to say Adam went and created first and then Eve came from a rib. I'm just saying, we never questioned this. See, y'all, somebody here just went, holy crap, I never even thought about the fact that. Y'all are, Grace, you too much of a feminist to have never thought about the fact that I sat up here and told you, girl, a man created a woman. Never, never. Think about that. <laughs> Go ahead, Phil. Well, even back up to the story, a talking snake. And then Adam and Eve had three boys. <laughs> yeah. Here's it. Keep, keep, I'm not messing with your scriptures. That's not what I'm doing. But I I'm, have a question with that. Okay, hold on. Hold on. Just let me, let, 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 let me clarify. Yeah. I get stoned to death. I'm not messing with your scriptures. I'm saying in the church is where we buy things, hook, line, and sinker without critical thinking. All right, go ahead, Adrian. Go ahead, Adrian. Isn't that what it what 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 it is though? Because there's a form of belief in it. Because what we used to be able to believe, now that there's so much truth and fact, there's a hard people have a harder time in belief because they know or they need to know or the need to know. Well, there's a lot of truth like, in that for sure. I'm not sure if it's relevant for. Uh, the, first off, no, 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 there's you, a lot of truth. Like those people that do that, that means like you're looking for, you need the answer as opposed to the belief of the fact, like, like you said in the very beginning of this, you said something about faith is, I forget how you actually said it, but it's like, you have yeah. to see it. You need to know it. And, and that's how it works. So no doubt. Be, because if you start to doubt it, so much like there's so many conversations and I and I and I don't mean to say this but it's like there's so many conversations that people can get on about church or whatever and how it works and it it keeps them further and further and further just away from the the simple blessing of belief of believing well because true, looking for true but so does saying just believe and shut up also keeps you further away from the simple blessing too. There's a bit of both and going on right there. Like I completely agree with Adrian saying, don't be so critical and thinking that you miss your blessing. It is also true that you can't be not a critical thinking and get your blessing. Antonio. Yes, sir. If I may interject, cause I, I'm on this group and I'm the scientist in this group, okay? 
So if anybody should have some connections about this, it would be mm -hmm. me. But since it is of a supernatural power, and since we are only earthlings, and God is God, it is by your faith that you believe these things, because you can't understand everything that God's got in store and place because you're not God. So therefore, based on that, as a scientist, I, I use faith to believe those things that, that, that are unseen and unheard. That's what it is. It's the That's absolutely it's correct. What it is, that's not. It, but science has a feel for Science has a whole other thing. Like, you know, none of this didn't take yeah. place. You know, we got to yeah. go back to Dalton and all that. But yeah. I definitely don't believe that. No. See, what, what Adrian was saying, what you're saying, see, I'm not me saying Tempest was critically thinking about the origin of man is not in contradictory to the scriptures. It's not, it's not in contradiction to the scriptures. It's not in contradiction to your faith. As a matter of fact, your Bible would say God loves that Tempest is questioning that. Job points that out well, because if you ask God questions, you get God's answers. It's more relevant here that in this dialogue we're having here, that the moment I decided to share Tempest's critical thinking, I ruffled feathers. That's actually the point that to think past what my pastor is saying or to think in support of what my pastor is saying or whoever that may be is offensive that that was actually the point there what i'm saying okay, get I'm, you what i'm saying in this and, and stuff, antonio is that it doesn't matter because you're not god so you can't think of as god because you're not god you're only a human you're only right. a man created by in the likeness of god so you're never going to understand everything about it that, it all leads back to faith. And if you don't have that, then you don't have anything. You might as well just go on out there and do your thing. Well, completely agree. Just know that Tempest wasn't attempting to get an answer, nor was she attempting to be denied an answer or deny scripture. Tempest was just realizing I'm 35 now. And the first time I ever thought about this was today. There's a lot of truth in that. There's a there's there's blessings in knowing that truth. Let me get uh Antonio, but there's a lot of opposition when somebody like Tempest comes to that understanding and says, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. And 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 you're absolutely correct, sir. That is not an opposition to the Bible, it's not an opposition to Christianity. And and what you're saying is it is it's what we need to do more often to be critical thinkers, and we're not. We take what people give us, we swallow it, we eat it, and then we follow it. And then somebody right. in the line, we go, what the hell happened to me? Because y'all damn sure don't take me as gospel. You critical think everything I say. <laughs> well, well, you know, the Bible encourages us to prove all things That's right. and hold fast to that which is good. That's and right. And if we, if we apply that to everything in our lives, even the things that we were taught from our pastors, from our parents, uh, the things that we read in the book, the things that we hear every day, even the thoughts that come through our mind, we gotta, and people, what people say to us, we gotta prove all that. And, yeah. and 
and, and test it if it's good for me or not. And if it's good for me, hold on to that. Keep that. Because fair he enough. wants us to have that abundance. Now, fair And that's exactly what Adrian and Anthony were agreeing with and saying. Adrian, so Adrian is saying, don't skip faith, Antonio. Facts, I agree. Anthony is saying, look, if anybody here should have a whole problem with not believing in the unseen, it's me. But I got no problem doing both and Antonio. As a scientist, I need facts. But as a man, I understand I can't get all of them. So I use faith to bridge what I can't see. Everybody's right. I'm just saying the mere fact that we think has no problem when we think feel until we think against religion or think in religion then it's a damn problem <laughs> go ahead Phil. <laughs> well it reminds me of the question i'd love to ask especially preachers why do we have nothing written by jesus and the answers i get are unbelievable you know he was the word he had other people write for him he couldn't write. Sure, he got incarnated. He can't write. I don't think so. Well, here's my guess. He didn't write because if he wrote something, everybody would go, look, we know Jesus wrote this. You have to do this. So it all That's comes right. down to free will and faith. And if you knew exactly what the deal was, you wouldn't need faith. That's right. That's absolutely right. That's absolutely right. See, this is why <clears throat> this is why I agree with everything Adrian said because her life is blessed, better, and changed. How the hell am I disagree with that? Come on, come on, help me out, Adrian, because that was that was good right there. That was good. You understand what I'm saying? Like, how you go, you know, how she gonna say something and then look at her life and go, yeah, you're right, Adrian, you sure right? Because of course. But back to Shelly's point first teachings and they said remember Shelly was saying but it seemed like thinking about wealth and having it and being saved is a problem yes thinking period is a problem Shelly that's why I've said Shelly's church because in marginalized churches slavery is kept going I gave you my thesis up front. White folks started slavery. Black folk keep it going. Marginalized means oppressed. I, I want to say that. But you have to also remember when I first started with you, I was stuck all the way in that, in that, <laughs> in that idea. I've been with you that long only because of the fact that, like, like Martel said, like abundance is my birthright. That's right. I didn't really hear that until I got here. And then yeah. it became the point of your economy, like what you have to give, no one is really going to say, oh, 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 please, can you come here and do it? So in order for it to really, really be done, you yeah. need to have your own economy. That way you can have your own thing and then invite the masses to it That's right. as opposed to the invite. So everything that is being said is all day long true. I'm just, I guess, in the process of the work of it and it just scares me when i hear people you know start to question things to the point where they're looking and needing of an answer now i know that's not what tempest was doing in that call right right, right but you was addressing the other side of it just for yeah, those people, people who are doing. Now, some, I got you. 
sometimes people really jump on it and then won't move. Like you be praying for the thing and the damn thing is right there in front of your face and you yep. don't see it because it ain't coming the way you think it's coming. Yep. And, and you doubt it because of it. And it's like, yo, bro, God will do this. And I and I and like you said, I only speak that because I know it to be true. It's my it's my day. That's how I live. No I move and breathe that way. So when I speak it, I'm I'm saying it, you know. But I've lived with people and I've watched people, and I've seen so many things that can happen that God can just bless that He He can't get in because we won't allow Him. In. The vibration won't be there. Like you knock it down. Fair enough. I definitely can't disagree with it. Nah, I definitely can't do it. Like we don't need to be so smart we don't have no faith. And we don't need to be so dumb we don't critically think either. Antonio. Yes, sir. Can I ask you another question? Man, are, on, are we not individually supposed to be holy temples? Our bodies are holy temples? That's what the text says. Okay. It doesn't say to bring all ties to the storehouse so they'd be meeting my house. Okay, I see where you well, go. Well, since I'm a rest. temple, I'm gonna be needing the tide to come in my storehouse. There'll be more meat in my house. I rest my case right there. That, that was a good resting of your case. <laughs> that was uh, I could have started the call off like that. It'd been a one-minute call. Y'all on the temple, bring the tides to your storehouse. Don't let nobody get your tides. Don't let nobody take the meat out your storehouse. Call over. <laughs> no, absolutely. When we Shelly, when we think. Shelly's problem, and it's not, she's not talking about like her current church and that like that. Shelly's problem is she's observing. Thinking is not allowed here. I'm going to tell y'all how much thinking is not allowed. And it's not, it's not just the church. I'll point them all out to you. Church, government. Yeah, Brenda said you can't believe anything, everything here. You can't. Church, government. Let's define government. Actual government, schools, you know, your school system, like that's government, all that stuff. Church, government, corporate America. Church, government, corporate America are the three places the matrix is the strongest. The three places in oppression is the strongest. Antonio, how could you say that? I got you. Let's just do a science experiment real quick. Are y'all ready? Can you ask questions freely in these areas? Think about it. Can you say, Pastor, wait a minute. I know you're in the middle of your sermon. I got a question. Uh, executive field, wait a minute. Wait a minute. I know we're supposed to be working, but I got a question. Uh, Mr. President, I know you're doing your State of the Union address, but wait, I got a question. You are not allowed, to, when you're not allowed to ask questions, can I push you further? This is an abundant universe. Phil knows it. I know it. Martell said abundance is your birthright. My whole richest man in trash can book two, three years ago, every chapter says abundance is your birthright. Here's how you know when you're not supposed to think. Politician says this here, Dolores. Well, Dolores, Phil, don't vote for him. He's going. It's, it's already rough out here. And if you vote for Phil, it's going to get rougher. Vote for me. I'm the only one who can save you. Politics, government, corporate America. All right. You got to research what he's saying. Just, oh, I, I hold it, hold it. I, I, I feel you. You got to research just, that thing. As long as you know 
that politics and government is based on scarcity and vote for the one who will save you from scarcity. That's, I, I, that's what I want you to know. Corporate America. Uh, you know what, Grace? You got to come in. We got things to do. And where we're trying to go, we can't get to unless it's through everyone being on the one page. Scarcity. Church. Only through this place shall you know the truth. Scarcity. And I am here to tell you that if somebody is preaching scarcity, it's not even close to the truth. You're not allowed to say abundance is your birthright and then also say, yeah, but you know, scarcity is okay. No, it ain't. It's not even close. And in those three areas, they live read and make their income through scarcity and i can't i can't i can't i can't i can't do that because it's impossible to leave a legacy in scarcity it, it doesn't match it See, doesn't match that's what, I, what i'm trying to tell y'all is and everybody knows this if you critically think which is a bad thing if you critically think while somebody is telling you scarcity scarcity Scarcity, they don't want you to think. They don't want you to ask questions. If I say, well, you know, Phil, this, this, just do it this way. I'm saying, Phil, shut the hell up. You're messing up my scarcity agenda here. <laughs> and if you start being a red ant and you bite Dolores, I'm going to have two red ants. I need black ants, worker ants. Do what the hell I say. Now I got two red ants. I'm going to bite four more ants. Now I got six red ants. So all y'all need to shut up. So all y'all need to get kicked out. Because six red ants make 1,600 red ants. And now I got 1,600 red ants and I can't control none of y'all. This is the way of the world. It's not the way of the universe. It's the way of the world, the way man has put it into, into existence. <laughs> Let me wrap this up because I mess with your head too much. Let me say this. I don't care if you agree with me because that's not the point. My job is to confuse you every time you get here. Because I want you to go back and find your own truth. You do it. <laughs> it's a Antoine, I want you to go back and find your own truth. I'm giving you these principles. I'm telling you, here's what the wealthy do. But I'm not telling you this is the only way to get it done, Martel. Because but it is truth that is setting you free. Because I I just got set free. I like from a lot of things, and that is to me, yeah. What is Je what is supposed to happen? Because Jesus rarely asks negative thinking. Then you you can't grow. It's impossible. Yeah, Phil said it. Jesus rarely answers questions. Jesus, what should we do? Hmm. How you asking me this? Jesus really is a question. Jesus said, well, here's these principles. Because if Jesus said, all right, now, Antoine, you and Antonio, y'all can have unlimited wives. Praise the Lord. Now, I don't know about Antoine saved, but as far as Antonio goes, I had a whole right side of Houston. Separate but equal. 
Y'all stay in your own houses. I'll be over there. You know, every day I'll, I'll switch. Do you understand? I'll switch every day. The whole right side, whole right side of Houston. I had to switch because some of us ain't as smart as Antoine. Some of us is knuckleheads. I am a knucklehead. Do you hear me? Shadavari, you say me. I need all the grace I'm gonna get, Antoine. Let me. When this how this how this how I'm getting into heaven. What you doing here? I'm here. You know what I'm saying, Jesus? What are we doing around this joint? Go, hurry up and go before I turn turn around. Hurry up and go before I turn around. I need all the grace I can get. Y'all don't use y'all mercies morning by morning. I use them all. I ain't never went into another day, Jerome, with leftover mercy. I give God his work every day. God be like, I am exhausted with this boy. I mean, see, y'all say, you know, this is why, this is, go to Antoine. Y'all are say, I, I, I'm learning every day. Paul said, die to the flesh daily, Martell. I got to kill my flesh every day. Do you know how confident I am? Do you know how? Agent, <laughs> I'm a goon. You hear me? I am a goon. I should be sitting at your feet right now. <laughs> I should be sitting at your feet right now. You hear me, Will. As confident as I am, you know how, and everybody said the same thing. Matt, you are so nice. You're so humble. Yes, because I killed this morning before you talked to me, the part of me that I operate on the shadow side of all these gifts the Lord that gave me. Because I got all the skills of a con man. You hear me? I want to sell you your car. Yes. <laughs> Anton, I saw you driving your car, man. I tell you what, if you if, if you pay an extra two hundred dollars for your car note and just send me the whole car note, you know what I'm saying? I, I'll find a way. I'll find a way. I will sell the teeth off your teeth. I can't wait till one of y'all accidentally uh, put your feet on camera or something. Only for you show selling my guns. I'm selling all of them. You hear me? I'm selling. I'm selling all of them, y'all. Critical thinking is the reason why, or the lack of critical thinking is the reason why you don't have the money you want. Because when you spent that money, you didn't critically think. What's what's going to be the ramifications of this money six days from now? So some of y'all like me, you let the same person borrow money. You let the same person get away with that BS to you. No, that's not. No, I'm just, I'm just me and yeah. Jerome, the only one got somebody. Oh, yeah. Okay. yeah, I ain't All putting right. him in the, in the holy chokehold. Okay, you know what I'm saying? Sometimes I won't, see, we, we need more passes on this call because I want to give y'all these hands, but the Holy Spirit be living in my knuckles. Talking about we got it. Just, just, just clap. Praise with those hands. Don't punch with them. <laughs> see, y'all, see, I'm the most. That's right. Praise, don't punch. 
but praise don't punch. You hear me? Praise, that should be a shirt. Praise don't punch. You catch these hands. But instead, y'all catch this. But it makes no sense for me to give all this stuff away from y'all for free. I done missed 15 phone calls fooling around with y'all today. Yeah, and you're trying to keep me from getting that thousand on 500. I know I see this, I see what's going on here. I ain't forgot. I'm just gonna lay and wait. It ain't gonna go away. I just want you to know it ain't going away. <laughs> you see that toy? There you go again. I made a slip, and he gonna make sure it's a whole program for y'all. See that? There it is. Thank you, Anthony. <laughs> In conclusion, genuinely, we all gotta get out of here. Everybody gotta pee. Your back hurts. If you are like Jerome, if you're like Shelly. Shelly gave us a great in our phone call. It is perfectly fine for you to say, you know what, church? Your financial teachers don't serve me no more. Because if, if the church can call you like GMC call you for your car note, they would. But it's, it's, all I say is it's time for Jerome to start calling for his money. I didn't send you no partial roof. So don't give me no partial rent. Key lesson. You're nice, but you've missed the fact that you could be nice and rich. Nice, as Shelly was pointing out, don't mean be poor so you can be accepted by people who would never love you in the first place. Antonio T. Smith Jr., you can't play better. You can't dominate. Thank y'all all so much. Y'all going on out here and have a good time and, and whatever, the Lord, the Buddha, the Muhammad, the something, uh, the scotch, <laughs> the weed, the something, whatever y'all do, go ahead and do it. You need it. Y'all got beat up today. All right, everybody. <laughs> I'll be contacting some of y'all later. All right, everybody. Bye. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.